Good evening and welcome to another edition of the Turd Ferguson Report In our, as we continue our series, Conversations with Coaches. Today we head over to Lawrenceville to talk to the head coach of the Discovery Titans, Coach Ephraim Hill. Coach Hill, how are you doing this afternoon, this evening? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. First of all, Coach, thanks so much for taking uh, some time to talk to us. I know that uh, as we speak, we're a couple of days into to full padded practice, so uh, un- understand you've got to have a busy, busy schedule, so thank you very much for your time. Appreciate you having me. Well, Coach, we're going to get, we're going to jump right into it. Uh, tell us a little bit about your coaching history. Where'd you get your first start? Why did you get into coaching and teaching? And which coaches have influenced you the most? Okay, um, a little about about me. I actually uh, I played football for I actually went to Stanford uh, University in Birmingham, and I, I was kind of blessed with the opportunity to keep playing after. Um, after Stafford, I went to uh, play in the NFL for four years, played in the CFL for four years. And so coaching was something that I, I uh, didn't think I was going to do. I thought I was going to be able to play forever. And uh, that, that quickly came to a uh, halt after eight years. And I kind of just fell fell into it. Um, so I was substitute teaching and uh, saw the football team out there one day at Burkmar High School and actually approached them and just asked that I volunteer. And um, the head coach at that time was Johnson Saints. And uh, he, he gave me the opportunity, uh, not just volunteer, just to become a part of their coaching staff. So it, it's one of those things you – I guess you never lose that, and whatever if you're if you're involved in sports, you kind of never lose that, lose that passion and, and the, the the opportunity to give back. So that's good to hear, Coach. You're you're at Discovery High School, and you all are playing in your third uh, varsity football season. How do you go about creating a culture, a tradition at a new school? Um, I think the biggest part is just uh, setting setting the groundwork and then coming up with your your rules, your expectations, and sticking to them. Um, the, the tough part about it is uh, when the school opened, we pulled from four or five different schools, and you have kids that were, were so set in their ways because um, they're, they're just used to doing it the way that their coach has been doing it. And so um, just setting that foundation and, and continue just, we're going to do it this way, and I, and I know you've done it your way or another way, but this, this is the tight way that we're going to do it. And uh, just just sticking with it, and just just being persistent with it. And, and now this year's our uh, the, the seniors that were the freshmen that opened the school are now seniors. And so, and you you can see the the culture ha- has changed, and, and will continue to change. Speaking of changing that culture or developing that culture, how have your off season workouts going? I know we're we're into regular season practice now, but what's the most important part of of the summer in development for in term for your team? Um. It, the, the off season really started in January. Uh, so far, our, our our kids that didn't play other sports, and so far non basketball and, and, and track guys, they started lifting in January after school, and then uh, the, the ones that played sports got to lift during the day, and just trying to transition into the summertime. And so that was my biggest thing coming out of last year is that okay, we, we know what we're doing now, but now we're getting pushed around. So let, let's see if we can have compete at the line of scrimmage and to be able to do that it, it, it's the weight room and so uh just just get them to buy in and show up every day and and not just show up but in the weight room and truly work and so that that is the uh the, the what i'm say what 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 kind of drip, drove us during the summertime just hey we're going to be able to compete on the line of scrimmage 
Well, Coach, you, you talked about uh, uh, competing. Uh, no shock over there in Gwinnett County. Some great football being played. Uh, your region is home to the defending state champion, the North Gwinnett Bulldogs. So understand, um, comp- you know, day, week in and week out, the challenges that you all face in that region. Uh, Coach, in terms of development, you talked about your current team. Uh, how does how how does it work for you with regards to your middle school or feeder team? Um, and, and that's that's probably the uh, I don't I won't say the, the the disappointing part, but that that that's the part that that we're we don't have right now. Mm-hmm. And so that it, it is kind of disappointing. As I mean, Gwinnett is is awesome, and, and so but for whatever reason, when when discovery was open, um, a feeder program wasn't in in, in mind. When, when they designed everything. And so uh, I, I don't have a feeder program. I don't have a middle school team. What what we try to do, though, we, we get our 7th and 8th graders and we bring them over two nights a week during starting in February. And that, it's just a way so they can start to learn how to lift weights and also so they can be around our coaches and see our facilities just so they have something that they feel like they're connected to because we don't have uh, that, that feeder program that everybody else does. Well, Coach, uh, look, it looks like you're you're doing the best you can with what you've been given. So uh, great for taking an opportunity to develop those relationships with those young players. Uh, Coach, let's shift back to your team in this season. What are you looking forward to the most uh, in 2018? Um, uh, the, what I'm looking at is, is growth. And so and I, I could I could see here and say we're going to be 8-5 uh, and five and this and this and this, but to grow every week. Let's get better every week. Let's get better every down, every day. Let's try to get better, play hard. And if we can do those things consistently, then, then th- things will uh, uh, fall in your, your favor. Coach, we talked about your uh, your middle school team, in, uh, but uh, what are the biggest challenges that your fa- your staff faces uh, coming into this season? Uh, the biggest the biggest challenge is just um, getting, getting them to, to play at a consistent level uh, hard every every day every down and and trying to get better each and every time they take the field is the the reason it's a challenge a lot a lot of our kids come to us and have never played football before and so they don't understand at times the the mental part of it how hey i have to prepare mentally just like i do have to do physically mm. and so they may have a great physical day but mentally they weren't there or have a great mental day but physically they weren't there so that one of the biggest challenges is getting them to to go hard mentally and physically every day and just be students of the game. Coach, uh, let's, let's talk about uh, some, of the, some of those players. Who are some of the names to get familiar with uh, for the Titans, whether on offense or defense? And I'm going to wrap an- another question into that. Uh, also, who are the players that could be headed for big seasons um, that weren't uh, uh, high performers last season? Okay. Um, some of the names that – that you you'll hear and and I, I and I'll say it, that you'll hear at the college level. Uh, one of them is, his name is Kobe Johnson. Uh, Kobe is is list offense for us. Uh, he he's a a three year starter, so he'll be well. This will be his third year starting as a varsity uh, player. So he's starting varsity as a sophomore. Uh, plays receiver, uh, plays a little quarterback, can put him at running back. He, he's just a special kid. Can 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 run a, a ten eight seven hundred kid. Um, he's just a special kid that no matter who coached him, yeah, I can't say, hey, I coached him to do this, this, this. God gave him that ability, and he, he's been using it uh, uh, to, 
at like he's supposed to. Um, then we have two two linebackers, uh, Blamasi Miti and and Noble Joiner, uh, and they're going to be our 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 heart and soul of our defense. I mean, they're 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 big, heavy kids that can run and, and love contact, and they're also smart kids. And so and, and uh, those those are three kids that that really stand out. That and it, I have other kids, uh, Wilson Ruiz on our offensive line, but those three kids are the kids that are kind of hold well not holding, but that that foundation is, is kind of built on that you point to and say these are the kids how how you should work how you should get it done inside the classroom and on the field. Excellent, coach. You, you kind of stole a little bit of my thunder on, on the next question. Uh, it's it's great to be a high performer on the field, but are there high performers in the community and in the classroom outside of those three that you mentioned? Uh, outside those three, and and actually the the football team um, has had the 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 Valor Victorian on on has been on the football team the past two years. Wow, that's and so great. And I believe he's going to come out the football team this year uh, with a young man named Mustafa Al Khatib. Um, I know he's a four point oh kid. Um, uh, I know we have over one, two, three, probably over fifteen kids with at least three point five GPAs, and so and I, we're very big on academics, and so just because I try to explain to them that hey, one one day this this game is going to end, and, and so it ends for everybody, and so it, it may be tomorrow, it may be four years from now, or maybe ten years from now, but it's going to end, and so make sure that you're prepared because I I have friends that. After they left the NFL, were, were lost for a minute because they weren't prepared to, mm-hmm. for that next step. And so, in, in that those grades and that those books and those degrees help prepare you for that next step. Very good. Once again, talking to Coach Ephraim Hill, the head coach of the Discovery Titans over in Lawrenceville. Coach, uh, I know that you're your new team. You're, you're, you've got two seasons under your two seasons of, of, of varsity GHSA competition under your belt. Are there any rivalry games or games that are important to the community? I, I, I know as, as coaches talk, the, you know, we're not looking ahead, but in terms of the community or, or that student body, is there any rivalry game that's important? Uh, yeah, this, this year um, we actually have Meadow Creek on our, our schedule, and that's one of the schools that we pull from. And so um, that, that's going to be big for our kids because a lot of those kids know those kids. They went to school with them, um, and, and that is a – that's going to generate a big crowd. Um, we played them in soccer, and we kind of saw that hey, this this may be our rivalry where we start to build. So this will be our first year playing them in football. And we actually were at a camp, and we didn't play against them, but they were there. And you can see our kid. And they, it wasn't nothing negative, but kind of starting that talk already that hey, we, we're ready to play y'all, and they're ready and excited. So that that is, I believe is going to develop into a, a rivalry on down the road. Good deal, Coach. Uh, let's talk about uh, you and memories. Now, now you, third season as, as a head coach here at, at Discovery, but whether it's been at Discovery or, or prior, uh, previously at Berkmar uh, or even before that, Coach, what's your greatest memory? Uh, my greatest memory, especially with football, I think I um, – and that's tough. I got a lot of them. But the, the, the greatest one is really to just watch these kids grow. And I'm going to give you an example. So our starting quarterback now, so this is his third year starting, uh, he's a soccer kid, and so he, he came as a freshman our JV year, and just wanted to try out. And so his sophomore year, second year ever playing football, 
he started for us and started in the, the biggest classification in Georgia and, I, and obviously one of the toughest regions in Georgia, 7-8. Mm-hmm. And so he was god-awful. <laughs> like, <laughs> his, I mean, it's just the truth. It, he was bad. And, and so, but the thing that uh, myself and Office Corner saw, you can see that he wanted to learn and he, he wanted to lead. And he had the two. He just never played quarterback. And so his first year, I mean, he probably threw for 300 yards, uh, two ever interceptions, maybe one touchdown. It just it was bad. Mm-hmm. But you can see after that season, he he wanted to oh, coach. I, he came to the All Star just to watch. He started watching football, started talking about football, just started uh, like football was all right. So his junior year, which was last year, so he threw for uh, I think almost 1,200 yards, like 10 or 11 touchdowns and four interceptions. So it, it turned, like it started to turn, and all it was was just him getting that experience, him starting to watch football. And so that that's one of my many experiences that I just love, is just that transformation, just that growth process of a freshman that's just playing to a sophomore that just got off, but I'm trying my hardest, to a junior that's getting better. And then, and then his senior year this year, I think it's going to be a great year. Very good, Coach. That's a great That's a great story. And I, I, uh, I think – a testament one to coaches getting behind a kid and 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 in uh, and helping development and and also a kid that is willing to to work and learn. So great great memory and we wish we wish him the best as coming into his senior year. Uh, coach, you you mentioned before you thought you weren't going to do anything but uh, play football. But if you weren't coaching or teaching uh, at this point in your career, what would you what 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 would you have chosen? What career? Oh, uh, I I I tell my wife and they, if you ask my wife and my kids what what I would do. I would do something in the music business, and I, I think I probably one of the worst singers. But for some reason, I just like I love music, and so I love R and B like that. That stuff that makes you feel good. So I think if if I could do anything else and could do it, I would be somewhere in the music business. Okay, fair enough. So it may, maybe not singing, but maybe producing or, or, or something like that. Like I, I, I would be Mary J. Blige's manager. Okay. <laughs> That, that, I don't think that's yeah, a bad. Write her songs or something. That's not a bad job at all, coach. I, no. I wouldn't imagine. <laughs> hey, you're two years into this, coach. Or three? I'm sorry, three three years in, three and a half if you count that that first season of uh, 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 JV. And I guess that that makes it four years. So I don't want to belittle that 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 first season. Uh, but getting into your start as a head coach, let's fast forward. Whether it's ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty years down the road, what do you want your legacy to be when you're all done? Uh, when I'm done, I just, I, I mean, like everybody, they want to win, but I don't want to win and, and the kids not get anything, any life lessons out of it. I, uh, what I, I just want the kids to say, he, 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 he loved us. I mean, he, he was the man of, of God. He, he talked about Christ with us. Um, and, and he showed us how, what, what a man should look like the best that he could. And so I think those are the important things, just, uh, showing them that it's okay to, to, to be a man of Christ. Um, it's okay to love your children, um, and it's okay to be wrong. Because I think a lot of times that, that they see men and they the, the men try to put on the front that they they know everything and they're never wrong. And, and I tell them all the time, when I'm wrong, I tell you I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. When I don't know something, I tell you I, I don't know. And so I, I think this he cared for us and he he did the best to, to help us be better young men when we left. Man, coach, that's that that is extremely authentic and. Uh... Certainly, uh, as we as coaches uh, look at developing young men, that authenticity is something they need to see. So, coach, if they, if if your players can pick that up from you, well done, well done, well done. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yes, sir. 
Coach, uh, got one more question for you on the lighter side of things. And I know that okay. when we talk about Lawrenceville, that's a big area. And I know you're not in, in the heart of Lawrenceville. But if someone is coming over to Discovery, uh, let's let's just say for that Meadow Creek game you mentioned on September 7th or or later on in the season, maybe Mountain View or, or the or the, the last home game on, on November uh-huh. 2nd, where is the best place to get a pregame meal? Uh, I, I two two places, and they're there. I mean, they're everybody knows Five Guys, but I, I like Three Dollar Cafe. Three Dollar Cafe right down Sugarloaf. I remember if I was in there last night eating some wings. So I'm a I love wings, and I like Three Dollar Cafe. So if you if you like wings, Three Dollar Cafe is the place that I would take you if you came out here. If I didn't cook them. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So if if you're out there out out that way near Discovery High School, check out Five Guys or Three Dollar Cafe off of Sugarloaf. Uh, get yourself some wings, and then go watch the the the, the young and growing uh, Titans uh, as a as a uh, compete this year. And like you said, the the highest classification uh, Region Six Seven A over in Lawrenceville. Coach, it has been my pleasure. Thanks for spending a little bit of time with us uh, with with us this evening. Uh, wish you all the best of luck uh, this season and, and continued growth and development. Yes, sir. I appreciate you having me. Thank you. Thanks again to Coach Ephraim Hill, the head coach of the Discovery Titans over in Lawrenceville. The Titans play in Region 6, Class 7A. Please remember to visit our sponsor, you Organize It. You Organize It helps people create order wherever it is lacking in their lives, from simple closet solutions, playroom overhauls, or whole house makeovers. You Organize It has a customized solution for you. You can find them on the web at youorganizeit.com. That's Y-O-U-R-G-A-N-I-Z-E-I-T.com. You Organize It. Your space, your time, your life. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of the Turd Ferguson Report and our conversations with coaches. That's going to do it for us today. Don't forget, you can find us on the web at turdferguson.com. That's T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N.com. Or on Twitter at turdfergusonrpt. T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N-R-P-T. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you comment in our comment section or leave us a message on Twitter. Make it a great day, everybody. 